and welcome on into Moving the Chains, episode 14. Austin Miller uh, wants credit for predicting it. He said 10 first. Was really no, 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 no. I corrected myself. I corrected but he corrected myself. himself, so yeah. he got the correction right. Uh, well done, Look, Austin. I'm in tune with this podcast. What can <clears throat> I say? Austin, uh, a fellow podcaster of mine, who did a lot of work over on Kicking It, um, but he's happy to join me today. And we're also joined by Noah Kaufman, um, those may remember him from his perfect 8-0 stretch when he was on back-to-back moving the chains middle of the season. He's back for more this week. Um, really excited to have you on, guys. Um, this is a different version of moving the chains because we don't have a lot of Northwestern to talk about. They're waiting to hear what bowl they're from, and frankly, not a lot to talk about. They laid the smackdown on Illinois. But this is a great week in college football otherwise. Lovey Smith, retire. He should. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be there. Uh, I mean, he's just picking up his checks. What yeah, you just say? keep getting them checks. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's it a freshman heavy team. I think they'll. I think they'll turn it around <laughs> a little bit. No, you know what? I've engineered the Northwestern Illinois game for four straight years. You know how many times I've heard that they're going to turn around? Four times every single broadcast. You know what? This program is going in the right direction. No, they're not. Stop. Uh, we didn't yourselves. say that in our broadcast. I asked. Is it? And there's certain questions to be asked. They're bad. They are they're bad. not going to be good. They are bad. They are bad. They're bad. Well, well, hopefully we won't have to spend too much time talking about them. Uh, let's get into it, guys. Let's start with this Northwestern Illinois game. Let's just get through this as quick as possible. There really isn't a lot to write home about. Are there any big takeaways from this game? I mean, generally, I just, you know, Patty Fisher capping off of an, an impressive season. Uh, it, it wasn't as much this game. I mean, he had 10 tackles. Uh, kind of a regular game for him, one and a half tackles for loss of pass defense. But he was named earlier this week the defensive freshman of the year in the Big Ten, which is a, a, a nice little milestone for him. And, you know, he just kept off. You know, he's he's looking ever ever more and more like like the middle linebacker of the future, like like Anthony Walker uh, did when he came in and had that and had his fantastic redshirt freshman year. So just, you know, keep, keep moving onward and upwards for Patty Fisher. Otherwise, it's just continuation of themes for Northwestern. I mean, the rushing game was phenomenal again. The defense was phenomenal again. Yeah. I mean, it took Northwestern a drive to figure out that Cam Thomas could not throw the ball. Uh, so that first drive, Illinois kind of shoved it down their throats, running the ball, got a touchdown, they're up 7-0, and you're like, uh-oh. Um, and then they quickly realized, like, they probably knew it, but it just kind of honed in, like, hey, let's just let him throw. And if he's going to be throwing, so be it. And very clearly, he could not beat them throwing. Clayton Thorson was fine. Justin Jackson was solid. This is what you expected from this game for Northwestern. It got out of hand in the second half when it really looked like Illinois didn't want to be there. Uh, Tito Odenabo, that is how you go out of a program. Throwing a flag at an official and then saying you're going to transfer. I'm 100% in on that. Look, this game was what you expected it for Northwestern. It was an easy win. They maybe started a bit slower than you would have liked the Reds in interception for Thorson, less than ideal. But there's really no bones to pick from this one. 42-7, easy win, keep the win streak going against a really bad team. Probably the worst team in the Big Ten. Definitely the worst team in the Big Ten, I'd say. Uh, frustrating <clears throat> game for Illinois. Um, really not much to write home about. Northwestern did what they need to do. You know, It was a one-score game at halftime, but never felt in doubt. Uh, the win moves Northwestern to 9-3 and three on the season, their first seven-game win streak since 1996. Uh, we're waiting to hear what bowl game they have, but this is always something I like to think about every week. I feel like we've been talking about this for a while, and maybe it hasn't changed that much, but expectations-wise, beginning of the season versus where we are now, how do you guys feel about this team and what it's done so far? I know, obviously, the bowl game's still to play. Exceeded expectations. 
They won nine games. I don't think anyone expected them to win nine games. Just the way that the schedule broke out, the way the fixtures kind of fell, if you will, it made this season a little bit weird because their two most difficult games in conference were their first two games in conference. But all things considered, if that Penn State game takes place in the middle of October and if that Wisconsin game takes place in the middle of November, you're ecstatic about this season. I think people got jaded with those first two losses. and Oh, Northwestern's out of it. There's nothing Northwestern can do to control that. They weren't on those teams' levels, and that's fine. The Duke loss, not ideal. Duke's but you thought about <clears throat> just one game this season that they didn't yeah, win their supposed sure. to. Every yeah. other game they took care of business, and, you know, I think beating Michigan State was an upset. Not just that they lost to Duke, but the style in which they lost to Duke definitely left a sour taste in your mouth. But all things considered, yeah, this is a very good season for Northwestern. It exceeds expectations, and you look at it, Justin Jackson, a big loss, but a lot of the core of this team comes back. Uh, Jeremy Larkin has shown himself to be a very good running back. I think there's there's definitely a lot of enthusiasm and, and forward-thinkingness in this program. It's at a good spot. I think it's fair to say that they ex- they definitely exceeded expectations. I, I, pro- I projected uh, this team to win eight games at the start of the season, and that was uh, a fairly – I thought it was a fairly optimistic projection. I thought it was more likely that they would win either seven or eight, and they, and they came out and won nine. But I do think it's also uh, – the schedule also ran out very well for them. I mean, a lot of these teams that they faced down the stretch – we're not playing very good football down the stretch. Like, they're, that's because they're not good football teams. Minnesota's well, not a good then, team. Nebraska's not a good team. Another, Purdue's not a great team. But that's another thing. Yeah. Oh, first of all, Purdue was playing much Purdue's better football. A, Purdue's, a so, Purdue's a solid team. And they didn't play very good football at the end of the season. Yeah. Now, look, look, look. Northwestern didn't play very good teams, and you can't blame Northwestern for not playing very good teams. But I think it's also fair to say that this team was... I, I don't know how if they were quite as good as this 93 record shows, just because a lot of these wins came against teams that we thought were going to be better at the start of the season. So that like start of the season record projection for me was based on this overall schedule caliber being a little bit better. Even Duke I projected as being better than six and six. I think they finished. Like these teams are they just didn't play that many good teams. And I think again they took care of business, like you said, Austin, like you said, Emmett. Uh, and 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 you can't fault them for that. But they also got lucky. I mean, three straight overtime games, that's once in a lifetime. I love that they won them. I was I was ecstatic as a fan. But it's but it's it's fair to say that this Northwestern team uh was a little bit lucky at times and and could have been better, even though they did exceed expectations. A ten and two record at the start of the season seemed ridiculous. But now looking back at this season, a ten and two record would have been I mean, based on what we know about these teams right now, a ten and two record seems pretty like based on Northwestern's actual skill level, a ten and two record makes a lot of sense. And they went nine and three. So I'm not saying this wasn't a good season, and I'm not saying they're not set up well for, for seasons in the future, but I'm just saying that like t- taking things just on the record is a little oversimplifying it for me, at least. But also to counter that, Northwestern waxed the teams in their division. They lost to Wisconsin. Everybody else in the West, teams are going to play every single year. Purdue, is, I think Purdue is certainly going better than people expected them, better than I expected them to be at this point. If Jeff Brom stays there, I think he can be successful at Purdue. But Illinois, Northwestern Creed. Iowa, Northwestern showed that they were better than. Nebraska, Northwestern showed that they were better than. Minnesota, Northwestern showed that they were better than. And then you look at the teams they played out of the East. Michigan State, a really good team. Penn State. They didn't. It's not like they got a good break in their cross-divisional opponents. Really, the only cross-divisional break they got was playing a Maryland team who's doomed for all eternity to have a bad quarterback and be on their fourth-string quarterback. I think this Northwestern team can be very successful. I don't necessarily think it's fair to say that they didn't really play anybody because they played in their conference. Is the Big Ten a good conference? Probably not, but that's not Northwestern's fault necessarily. The Duke game is the one outlier in all of this. It's a bad performance for Northwestern against a Duke team that showed themselves to not be that good. But hey, it happens. It's early in the year sometimes. And look, I mean, this this is a Northwestern team that was 
one game, in, in hindsight, one game away from winning their division, you know? And this is a close game against that Wisconsin team. Now, that game didn't feel very close for a long time, and, and it, it still wasn't <laughs> quite as close as the final score showed. But a couple breaks either way for Northwestern in that game, um, and, if, and again, like you said, if that game comes later... I don't know. If, I don't know if this is what you meant, but I think if this if this, if this game comes later in the season, Northwestern has a better chance to pull that upset off against Wisconsin. And all of a sudden, Northwestern pulls that upset off against Wisconsin. They're going to the Big Ten championship game. Sure. So this is a team that competed for a Big Ten title, and you're and you're right, and that they cannot control who was put against them. But I would push back on them proving that they're better than Nebraska and Iowa. Those are both overtime games that could have gone either way. I don't think that they won. What do you want them to do? They did win, and there's nothing there's nothing more specifically that I that I necessarily want them to do. It's just that. I mean, they didn't. They didn't lose to their mediocre MAC team. They played. Shout out Nebraska. Iowa was a farce all year. Iowa lost to Purdue for goodness sakes. They also beat Ohio State by thirty. That was a good team, and that was a, that was an impressive win. And I will push back on Bowling Green being mediocre MAC team. They are very bad. But Northwestern nine and three speaks for itself. All right, they're they're ranked number twenty one, and there's not there's there's nothing there's 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 nothing I can take away from them about that. You're right, Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson is the only real huge loss that seemed irreplaceable at the start of the season, and he no longer seems irreplaceable. This is a team that, again, has a chance to contend for the Big Ten uh, next year. It's it's just that I feel like we've been saying that for each of the past two years. and they There's nothing wrong able, with that! And there's nothing wrong with that, of course. It's just that they haven't been able to get over the hump yet. So I don't have the confidence yet that they will be able to get I'm over so the hump. I'm so sick and tired of people suggesting that Northwestern competing for the Big Ten is some sort of failure on the part of this program. When you look at where Northwestern football has been in the past, it is utterly ridiculous that this school can compete for Big Ten titles, be in the Big Ten West race, can sniff 10 win seasons, can go and win bowl games. When you look at where this program was, people need to check their expectations and figure out that, you know what, we should probably be pretty darn happy at where this program is at now. Northwestern's not going to be Alabama. Newsflash, not everybody can be Alabama. So get over yourselves and be happy about a nine-win year. I'm going to be the next coach of Tennessee. Let's move on to that. Tennessee admit, uh, fired Butch Jones a while ago. Since then, they have failed to hire a lot of people. They were going to hire Greg Schiano, and Tennessee fans did not like that. Then they were going to hire Mike Gundy, and Mike Gundy didn't like that. Then they were going to hire Jeff Brom. Jeff Brom did not like that. Dave Doran, the latest who they were going to hire, and now they are not going to hire. Apparently now they might be after Kevin Sumlin, which is a disaster written all over it. So let me tell you this right now. I want you to send this podcast to the Tennessee Board of Trustees. I will take... 1.5% of whatever you were going to pay all those guys. I think the rumor was like, Dave Doran turned the Tennessee job offer into a $3 million a year contract at NC State. I'll take 30000 a year, Tennessee. You can save on your budget, and I will do just as well as those guys do. I got a great coaching staff coming in. Amit is going to man our passing offense. He's going to be the passing offense coordinator. Maybe you think you can work on some, some mesh looks, some drag routes, some slants. No, we're running the air raid. No, 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 no. That is the air raid. No, no, no. The air raid is making a ton of reads at the line, reading the defense, no huddle, just making all your reads okay. at the line, all lots of audibles, how to play Madden. All right, that's fine. We can do that. We can do that. I'm in with that. Uh, Matt McHugh is going to be my special teams coordinator. Will we kick? I don't think you need to recruit kickers. Uh, yeah, I know. That saves you some money, too. I don't have to fly around recruiting a kicker. No kickers, no putters. That's extra. That's extra spots. Extra um, scholarships for my exactly. skill players. Extra scholarships. Uh, look, Tennessee, I'm not promising you a national championship, but whoever you're going to hire is not going to get you a national championship. I can get you to six wins. I can get you to a bowl game, and I can do it for cheap while you figure out and all of your other issues. And I guarantee it'll be a hell of a lot more fun than it would be yeah. with Kevin Yeah, look Kevin up Tennessee's schedule next year, and I'll tell you who we're going to beat. 
Go to fbsschedules.com and, and do Tennessee. Look, I mean, Tennessee fans, look inward. Would you rather see Kevin Sumlin mismanage his way to 6-6, six and six, or would you rather see Austin no-kick, no-punt his way to 6-6? Overmanage six six? my way exactly. to 6-6, six six, exactly. some would say. I also promise to be better with my timeouts than Anthony Lynn is for the Chargers, because I've played Madden and know how to use them. All right, who are my volunteers playing next year, Amit? Uh, 2017 or no, 2018 no. schedule? 2018. All right, you got West Virginia. Oh, that's a dub. West Virginia's bad. Uh, Eastern Tennessee. Oh, wow. In-state rivalry. Can we can we <sighs> flip that game so we go to East Tennessee? I want to give in, them a bone. Uh, no. Uh, uh, I'm head coach now. Uh, Texas El Paso. Oh, UTEP didn't win a game this year. Yeah, wow, so we're 3-0 three 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 already. Now. Then you got Florida. Oh, uh, they don't have an offense. Georgia. All right, probably uh, less ideal. Okay, Auburn at Auburn. Oh, man, that's not fair. We have to play Auburn and Alabama next year? Alabama next year at South Carolina. Oh, man. Then things ease up a little. Then you close the season with Charlotte, Kentucky, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. All right, all right, look. I'm just Nine and say, three. I'm Nine just going to say right now, October is not going to be great next year. <laughs> look, it's not going to be good. It's fine. We'll try and get a win there. We might not get a win there. When I don't punt on fourth and 18 from my own 16, you're going to get really mad, but it'll work out more often than not. Look, October is going to be bad, but I promise you a great September, a great November, and a trip to a bowl game. What more can I say? Did I get the job? Start I, playing Rocky Top right now. Yeah. I, I'd give you the job. Thank you, Noah. I appreciate that. All right, Tennessee. Uh, my number, you know how to get in touch with me, at WNUR Sports Fad. We'll, we'll make this happen. Nick well, Cage is coming in for a pregame speech next year, too, just so you know. Before, that big, uh, before that big Eastern Tennessee game, we're going to bring Nick Cage in. Heck, I might recruit Nick Cage to play wide receiver. Look, this Tennessee program next year is can't miss stuff. Uh, we'll send our application in Austin. We'll hear back uh, later this month. Uh, hey, and on how it you know goes. what, Amit? You're still going to be at this station next year, and I am not. I'll give you some exclusive interviews. Look, we're going to start being WNUR Northwestern coverage, also Tennessee coverage. Tennessee football coverage. Tennessee football sure. only. Uh, get excited. I'll give you some phone interviews. Before we talk about uh, the uh, the championship games this weekend, uh, I got picks, man. Let's talk about the All Big Ten selections. Um, oh, I, I don't know. If, on this. I don't know if there's too many, you know, loud arguments. I just, you know, running over them a little, especially from Northwestern's perspective. Uh, Justin Jackson, second team All Big Ten. Clay Thorson, third team All Big Ten. Tommy Doles, third team All Big Ten. Uh, Pretty good there. Garrett Dickerson, honorable mention. Eddie takes thoughts on those. I thought offensively, uh, pretty much what you expect for Northwestern. Not too much to complain about either. Yeah, I mean, these are, you know, there's some good running backs in the Big Ten. I mean, the two guys ahead of Jackson, I believe, are Barkley and Taylor. Taylor, yeah. I mean, you can't really, I mean, Taylor's, what, 1,800 rushing yards? All right, all right. Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley. There's not a and lot then of quarter, really quarterbacks, Barrett and McSorley, it's, I think it's really awesome, or Bad for the rest of the Big Ten. The Thorson, third best quarterback in the conference. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's not great. I, I also <laughs> think, if we're being completely honest, I don't think that Thorson's uh, full year performance necessarily warranted that, warranted that third team spot. Um, he just he threw a lot of picks this year. Uh, the counter argument is, I don't know if there's any. No, no, well, that's Stanley. what I'm gonna say. There's no put, one else that deserved I would, it. I would put no. Stanley. He only threw. No. He only threw six picks. Three of them. You lose I, to Purdue. A lot of drops. You lose to Purdue. You are I automatically think, Purdue out of the running. I don't think I would, that, that makes. I would not have considered Stanley over Thorson. I think I think Stanley had a better year, but it's definitely it's definitely defensible to, to put Thorson in. I mean, Stanley, great performance against Ohio State. That's a, you know. Great defense and right there. Then he lost Purdue. Thorson got the job done this season. I'm happy to give him credit. Defensively for Northwestern, Patty Fisher, 
uh, a really good year for him. Second team, all Big Ten. That was nice what you did there. So you hadn't quite scrolled down and you couldn't remember what team he was on. So you said, Patty Fisher, a really good year for him. And that little bracketed qualification there bought you the half a second you needed to confirm that it was second team. That is a pro podcasting move right there. Am I right? Yeah, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. And, uh, when I'm right, I'm right. There you have it. Uh, he was third team for the coaches, second team for the media. Gato Gubuke, second team, Kyle Carroll. What was that name? Team. Godwin Ingobuke. <laughs> it sounded like you said like Gato Ingobuke. Look, Mitch taking a lot of criticism out here. I mean, look on his own podcast, no less. Oh, you invite me on, you know what you get, man. Sure, Joe Gaziato, <laughs> uh, third team coaches, second team media. Uh, he was excellent as well. Nate Hall, only an honorable mention. I think that's Terrible. the one that's a uh, a bit of a sham <laughs> mock or travesty, whatever you want to call it. Big Ten linebacker. Look, it doesn't. So it doesn't. It doesn't really. Yeah, I, 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 it doesn't really matter that much like, yeah. in terms of the All Big Ten selections. I think Nate Hall should have been a third teamer. It doesn't really matter the difference between third team and honorable mention. Not really. Not really. And his numbers speak for himself. Yeah, exactly. Tyler Lancaster, should he? do I think he should have been a third team? I, I mean, probably. Hey, how many other defensive tackles carried the ball this year? It's true. How many? How many carried it twice? No less. Um, one thing I will say going back to offense that I think Garrett Dickerson should have been more than honorable mention as well. Again, does it really matter the third the dis, the difference between third team and honorable mention? I mean, it just... I, I think the players, fa- it might matter some. So I think it's fair to say that it doesn't really matter that much. Um... I think it was a good year for Northwestern's defense as well. And uh, they really answered all the questions they had about the front seven coming in. There was, remember, you go back to training camp, it was Patty Fisher versus Nate Fox, who's going to step up and fill Walker's role. And now the question is, you know, is Patty Fisher the next great Northwestern linebacker? And he had a really good yes. first season. The answer and he, he, the, answer, the answer is yes. I don't even know if that's the right question. The question is, what is his ceiling? Sure. And we're yeah. going to find out. He's a. Uh, Dick Butkus. Higher than, look, I'd say, I mean, look, he, he at plays least the, the game. Level, I think he might yeah. be ceiling higher than Fitzgerald's. I mean, he's 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 so big. He has the nose for the ball. I mean, he's not the fastest guy, so that's that's a little bit of a knock against him. But I mean, dude, six four, he, he can really move. He, he can get he, he he can get to the ball. He can get to the ball carrier. I he could be something really special. I think. Let's talk about the games. This are awesome. Can I let you in on one more podcasting secret before we move in? Yeah, sure. That I just expertly got through a segment where I had nothing. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't well, you know didn't say, you didn't team. say much. I know, but that's the thing. I, I redirected all of my things. I went after you for your this nice This isn't the art of podcasting, Austin. Yeah, I just this is the, just Moving the Chains, what? episode 14. I just want the listeners. We'll have a later hey, WR podcast man, on the art look, of podcasting. Look, the listeners have, have, have been through 14 shows this year. I just wanted to take them behind the curtain a little bit. and I just wanted Why couldn't we have done this on Kicking It? Just, well, I just wanted to pat myself on the back a little bit. All, All right, right, let's get in these games. I got picks. I All got right. picks. Whoa. Lane we'll, Train is chugging in, baby. We're not going to talk too much about last week, but it's worth mentioning that there were some really big results at the top of college football. Alabama losing to Auburn, convincing 26-14 result, uh, shook up the college football playoff picture. And Miami losing to Pitt. I don't know how that happened. It was a trap game. It was 100% a trap game. Dude, I'm 100% like... I'm on the Miami football boat, like both college and pro, and I am out to sea right now, just waiting for someone yeah. to come pick me up. Been, I'm stuck. You've been going with Jay Cutler way too long. You can't give you know a professional you... quarterback 16 and a half points. Oh, so you know what you got to do? You got to switch to the Miami basketball train. Big win last night. Yeah, 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 that was uh, Playoff push li- starts now for the Heat. Go listen to Off the Heave. Um, 
let's talk about the games this week. Conference championships yep. starting Friday, Pac-12, Stanford-USC, the game with the least amount of playoff implications. Yeah, and then... What? How, how does USC make the playoff? Please, I would, no, I would come like, on. I'm, I'm not, love, no, I'm not entertaining this. I'm not entertaining One this. One person will lay this out for me nice because I've heard, I've heard actual, like, like, national college football media people say this all week. They're like, USC is in the running. How does my, USC make the playoffs? I paid myself for doing it. USC's going to win this game by a lot. USC will probably win, but then... Uh, starting ACC, oh, I don't know about starting times, whatever. We have ACC, Miami, Clemson, winner in Georgia, Auburn, winner in uh, TCU, Oklahoma. Oklahoma needs to win to make sure they're in. If they lose, could open up a spot for someone else. Ohio State, Wisconsin, Wisconsin wins in there. And Ohio State wins, needs a little bit of help. Uh, then some other games around the country, Memphis, UCF, a fun one. UCF has to make sure they don't slip up, but... They're not going to get to the college football playoff, even though they had a great season. I think I'm with you, Austin. I wish there was a way to put them in. That's one of the best, in my mind, uh, reasons to expand it. Um, I know there's lots of other complications. We're not here to talk about that. Fresno State, Boise State rematch in the Mountain West Conference. Easy pick. Uh, and then Massachusetts FIU hearing uh, Kane Liffin from you, Austin. No, that's FAU. Oh, FIU sorry, FIU, Florida International. That game, we just don't. Sorry, FAU's playing there North we go. Texas. There we go. There we go. Uh, Lane train. Lane train. I'm in on the lane train. Back championship, Toledo, Akron. Toledo uh, reasserting a lot their, of points in that game. Reasserting Too their dominance in the back. That's a that's actually a, a really good program. And then, a lot of Sunbelt action, guys. A lot of Sunbelt action. Arkansas State, Troy, definitely the highlight. That's a really big game. That's a really it's big game. It's a championship game, pretty much. Yeah, so uh, keep tuned to that one. And then, also, Appalachian State, they're playing Louisiana, but they need to win and you know, they, they can try to secure yeah. a conference championship depending on the result of that other game. Um, well, so many places to start, guys. I want to start with the Power 5 conferences. Let's just talk about some predictions. Give me your bull takes. What's going to happen with this game? We'll start on Friday night. I know this is the least important one. Tell me what's going to happen, Stanford, USC. I know you said USC is going to win this one by a lot. I'll let Noah start first. All right, you know what? I, I think right. I think the... the, the the, the the easy pick seems to be USC by a bunch, but I think people are sleeping a little bit on the Stanford team, you know? I think they have the, the chops, the experience to come up big in a big game, maybe sneak their way into a New Year's Six Bowl. It wouldn't really be sneaking their way in, but, you know, 10-3 and three conference champions are easily in the New Year's Six Bowl. I think maybe Stanford pulls the upside here. I, I'm going to take definitely Stan, uh, plus 3.5 on this. This line is USC's favorite by 3.5. I'm going to take Stanford on the line. Um, and I do think Stanford's going to win this game, but I... I I, that's an upset, so I I would not. Be, it's Friday night, you know, Pac-12 action. You never know what can happen. I think. When was the last time Stanford played a football game, Noah? Was it? I don't know. I, they two just weeks played ago? Notre Dame. Or was it? When was the last time USC played a football game? Oh jeez. All right, I'll answer these questions yeah, for you. Yeah, Stanford's please, last please. game was Saturday. USC's last game was the week before. USC's had an extra week to prepare. Stanford playing on a short week. USC is going to blow the roof off the doors. That's why USC's going to lose. Stanford's USC ready. Stanford, Stanford Stanford's ready to go. USC's been Trojans thirty four. around. They've been smart guys thirteen. Ooh, well, there you have it. Um, I'm less concerned with the result of that game. I'm going to agree with Austin here. I think UCL wins and covers. I think they win around 10 or 14 points, maybe not as big as you, but I think it's a comfortable two-score game uh, for the Trojans. Uh, moving on to Saturday, uh, starting with the Big 12. Uh, now we're going to go chronological order. TCU, Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield back in action. Who wins this one? I Look, I want to say Oklahoma because I like Oklahoma. My lock of the year this year was Oklahoma <laughs> against Ohio State, and darn right I got it right. 
But I don't know. I feel like something has to happen this weekend. It's not going to go according to script. I'll give you my pick of what that's going to be later. But I think Oklahoma needs to be careful. Gary Patterson and TCU is a really good program. What's the number on this game? It's seven, correct? Oklahoma by seven. Okay, yeah, by I want to stay away from that. I'm not touching that. I okay. think Oklahoma wins this game, but I don't want to say with any sort of confidence. I think this one's going to be intriguing. I think it's tough to beat a team twice. I think Kenny Trill's a yep. veteran quarterback. I think he shows up. And I don't think the Sooners' defense has answers. So I think this is going to be a shootout. But I do think TCU is going to come away with it. Look, I, t- when it comes down to it, if Kenny Hill is going off and Baker Mayfield is going off, TCU's defense is better than Oklahoma's defense. So I've got TCU. Oh, Hands wow. are off this game. I'm not touching it. You're not touching it. Um, I mean, like, I'll make a pick, but, like, I'm not going to I'll gonna say Oklahoma, but no lock. I'm just keeping track of these because I want to revisit these once we uh, figure out how it goes this weekend. Uh, then you have the Big Ten title game. Ohio State, Wisconsin rematch of three years ago. I'm I'm not sure exactly. It doesn't. I think it was I think it was two years ago. Two years ago. Wrong person to look at for that one, buddy. Sorry. Um, Wisconsin win and they're in Ohio State win and they need some help. Um, This is Wisconsin's biggest game of the season. They haven't really played an opponent on Ohio State's caliber. Will they up? Will they be up for it? This is an intriguing one to me. Um, Wisconsin obviously has not lost a football game this year, but Ohio State is. Fairly significant favorites in this game. And they're, they're six and a half? Six and a half is, is kind of where the and line you is. feel their, ta- their talent level is a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think I would be... I don't know that I would be very... Com- I don't think Wisconsin is that good. But I think they can win this game despite not being that good. I think Wisconsin can win this game and then go get blown out in the college football playoff semifinal. I think Wisconsin. I don't think Ohio State yeah. is that good either. I think Wisconsin is going to be really juiced up for this game because yeah. there's been so much doubt around this team all year. Look, I think I would love for Wisconsin to win. I think it's a little bit of a fairy tale story. You know, Wisconsin perennially under talented when compared to the Big Ten's other powers. I would love to see them go on to feed and get into the playoff and, and, and see what happens from there. But it was three years ago, by the way, that Ohio State absolutely demolished Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship en route to a national championship. That Wisconsin team didn't have Alex Hornibrook. That Wisconsin team did not have Alex Hornibrook. This Wisconsin team does have Alex Hornibrook. Is it an actual difference? I don't think so. I would love for Wisconsin to win this game. I just don't see it happening. JT Barrett, they say he's going to play. He had supposedly had knee surgery on Sunday. He's going to play six days later. Is that wise from a medical standpoint? I don't think so. But I, regardless of whether it's Barrett... Or the backup, his name is Haskins, I believe, right? He had a great game last week. I don't think it matters which quarterback Ohio State plays. They have too much talent. Uh, even though it's not the best Ohio State team in recent years, I, I still think they're going to have enough to beat Wisconsin. I'm going to take Ohio State and the points. They're favored by five and a half. <coughs> Badgers close. Badgers close. Badgers close. I would love to see it happen. That's that's my number one result that I want to happen. But i got to pick against my heart on this one. I mean, I don't like either of these teams, but... <coughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have no love for Wisconsin, but ah, I want to see them in the playoff, man. That's all. I like these Badgers. These Badgers. I'm certainly rooting for Wisconsin, but I, I have no idea how this game's going to go. I'm not going to give any input on that. Uh, on to the two biggest games of the day. I think the two most fun games of the day. Starting with the SEC Championship at 3 p.m. Central. Georgia-Auburn in Atlanta, but it's a neutral site that's game. Right, I mean, that's right in the middle of both of them. Like, yeah, it's, it's very it's, easy to get to from both those Yeah, places. I think, all, you know, Auburn fans will show out, so certainly You not, know Georgia fans will show yeah, out. Yeah, they'll both show out. Certainly, I don't think the crowd will be one way or the other. This is a really good game. Auburn just really flexing over Alabama. That place was just insane. The atmosphere there was great. I wasn't watching, per se, but I got to see a little bit. The highlights showed it. Georgia, a really good team as well. Um... How does this sure? one go? 
I think Georgia's a, a very solid team. Like, they're 11 and 1 the SEC. I don't know if they're, I'm not going to say they're better or worse than Auburn. I just know they're very good. It's tough because I don't know that Georgia has any, like, great wins on their resume. You know, they got beat, they got pounded by Auburn. Yeah, certainly the their, Notre, da- their Notre Dame win yeah, is the important. Notre Dame win is good. And I think the timing of the Notre Dame win makes it more important. Like, yeah. Notre Dame kind of hit the wall at the end of the year, but they were not yeah. hitting the wall when they beat them. That's yeah. a very fair point. Um, this one's a tight one. Like, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a close game. I think you can probably throw and Georgia, out. Georgia, have they beat South Carolina? Georgia did beat South Carolina. I mean, that's that's not a super impressive result, but it's a solid win. South Carolina scored like three points on Clemson. No, no, stop. I guess suckered into that South Carolina. They also they also demolished a Mississippi State team that gave Alabama a fight. I think. All right. Well, Georgia, Georgia's yeah, taking fine. care of business. They're sure. fine, of course. And Auburn is a little more, I think, uh, higher ceiling, lower floor. Not not in like a, a macro kind of way. Just that's the kind of mold mm-hmm. they can do. They can come in and play a lot better than Georgia, but they can also come in and struggle and you know have a bad bad game. I think Georgia wins this game. Um, I think you can pretty much throw out the regular season result between these two teams. I don't know that there's much that you can gain from that game. Auburn was better than Georgia. They were quicker than Georgia. They were faster than Georgia, more athletic than Georgia on the day. Whatever. It happens. I think Georgia can bounce back fine. I don't think that serves as any sort of, oh, I can't beat him at all. I think Georgia wins this game, but I don't feel great about it. I think this game is going to come down to Jake Fromm against Jared Stidham. And both of these guys have had phenomenal years. They haven't asked Fromm to do a lot of throwing. The one he has has been great. 19 touchdowns. It's only five picks on the year. Stidham's been throwing the ball a little bit more, but... uh. But, I mean, his numbers are certainly there. I think his completion percentage is around 70, which is just insane. Um, he's 68.5, pardon me. And he's 16 touchdowns and four interceptions. So these are two great <coughs> quarterbacks who are putting up good numbers. And I think it's going to come down to them throwing the ball. The thing is, Stidham's gotten sacks a little bit more. He's been under significant pressure. 26 sacks on the year, whereas Frome has only taken 12. I think that this Georgia O-line is going to hold up a little bit better than the Auburn O-line. And when you've got two super talented defenses where Auburn's might be a little bit more talented. It's still two great defenses. I think it is going to come down to the offensive line, which is not something I say often in a game of this magnitude. But I think that uh, that Auburn's, I mean, that Georgia's defensive line is, is is better than Auburn's. And I do think that they I do think that they are going to take this one, but I could really see it going either way. I mean, like Austin said, it doesn't seem like there's much of a game from the regular season game. Both these teams have undergone, have undergone a lot in the last couple of weeks alone. Um, it's just, this should just be a classic SEC uh, game. And I'm, and I'm glad that it's not, that it's not what the old classic SC games were, which was Alabama 9, LSU 6, or I listened the other way around, I don't remember, like five years ago. Hopefully this should be an exciting game to watch. Um, and, I mean, I'm just, I'm just excited to watch it, man. But I will pick, I will pick Georgia <coughs> hesitantly. First uh, game you both agreed on so far. Wolf, wolf. Uh, thank you. Pick Auburn. Pick Auburn, guys. <laughs> Last one uh, here out of the major conferences. Sorry, American. Uh, Miami oh. Clemson. Uh, who's winning this one? Ten and one Miami. Uh, very disappointing loss to Pitt versus Clemson. A very disappointing loss to Syracuse. But both of these teams are good, and Clemson's defense is the best unit among all of them in this game. Who's gonna win this and get to the college football playoff? Look, this is another one where I'm gonna where I'm gonna pick against my heart in terms of the winner. I would love to see Miami win. Love the turnover chain, even though it's, I think it's been over talked a little bit in recent weeks. Uh, this is a fun Miami team. My roommate's a big Miami fan. I'd love to see Miami go to the playoff. Clemson's going to take this one, though. They have more talent. They have more experience. Um, the line is insane in this game. I think mean, Clemson favored by 9.5. It's just crazy. When you look at these resumes, both these teams are pretty similar. People are forgetting about the fact that, I mean, that was not a good Syracuse team that Clemson lost to. Pittsburgh and Syracuse are very comparable teams. I think sure, they didn't have their quarterback for part of it, but they were losing with their quarterback. I think 
I think people overlook that part, but I do think Clemson's going to get this done. Nine and a half is insane. This will be a one-possession game. But I do think Clemson's going to come away with it in the end. They have the big yeah. game experience that Miami doesn't at this I point. think the spread coming from the fact that Miami, not a lot of large, convincing wins. This uh, is true. Or is true. facing a ton of great teams. Obviously, beating Notre Dame was good, but outside of that... Virginia Tech? Sorry, Virginia Tech is a good win as well. I mean, that's 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 their... Yeah, Virginia Tech and, and Notre Dame are their big wins. Um, Didn't get a chance to play that Arkansas State team. That's a good Arkansas State team that they would have whooped. Yeah, I mean that would have been that would have been a nice win for him, I guess. But I, Clemson also doesn't have that many. The fact that wins. Noah took that comment and then took it seriously and <laughs> had to add on to it really made me happy. Right. Well, Clemson, here's the thing. Clemson, I just gave you a look. Yeah, the look I got from admit it was all that I needed in response to that. Comment. Clemson, Clemson doesn't have any very many good wins either. Okay, they beat a good Auburn team. That's it. They don't have any other. They don't have any other like big wins. They beat. They also beat the same Virginia Tech team. So. Miami they they, they beat South Carolina, who's not a good win. But <laughs> South Carolina's lost to every good team. So no, I'm just, not, no I'm just saying that we already Look, established that point, South Carolina's that, not good. Yeah, exactly. And then I, I guess that NC State team is fine. They beat them by a touchdown. Yeah. So you have, I don't know. That's more disappointing to me than anything. I, I think that these teams are, are, are very similar in terms of resume, although Clemson has blown out a couple more teams than Miami has. I think it's going to be a close game. I just think Clemson has more experience. So you have Clemson to win, Boston. but Miami to cover. Yes. Austin, do you have a, a pick in this game? Somewhere in the Strait of Florida between the southern tip of the state and the Florida Keys sits a lone life raft with one person on it, clearly sunburned. They've clearly been out there for a very, very long time. All of a sudden, a helicopter flutters overhead. A Coast Guard rescuer looks out through his binoculars, looks down, and he sees my grizzled face. And all he sees is my hands raised towards the sky. And they make the U side. I'm all in on the Canes. I'm all in on Miami football. Dolphins are going to win this week against the Broncos. All in. Canes are going to win. Canes are going to win big. How big is big? 31-20. Miami. Well, there you have it. The chain uh, will be going strong (laughs) on Saturday. So, I like that. I like that. Um, Let's wrap up here with a few last questions. Question number one. Who are your four teams in the college football playoff? Please uh, present those. Uh, I gotta to me. remember who I picked here. Okay. Well, Miami's in for sure. Uh, okay, that's one. I'll remind you if what Oklahoma, you say. Oklahoma. Okay. I picked them to win, right? Yep. yep. Right. Oklahoma's two. Okay. Georgia is in. Yep. They won the SEC. Yeah, you that's three. Them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, UCF is four. Okay, I got Clemson. bold, but okay, I like it. I got Clemson number one. Okay. I got um, Georgia number two. I got Bama three, and I think I got Ohio State sneaking in at four. Okay, those are those are really interesting. That would be that would be divergent, a fun divergent four. Um, I mean, we'll look, see what happens. Let me just establish this. I had no expectation expect UCF to make the playoff. Those boys should be in there, especially yeah. over Wisconsin. I agree. I, was, I Wisconsin was Wisconsin on the UCF hasn't? Yeah, I, I'm uh, with I'm with you. If they beat Ohio State if they beat Ohio State. Well, if they beat Ohio State, if they Ohio beat Ohio State's State. not that good. If they beat Ohio State, there's no way you can put in UCF over Wisconsin. Ohio State, it's a top ten. UCF over Alabama, I would love to see because I think that I think that I think that UCF is a significantly better team. Yeah, but how can you say that UCF hasn't had the chance? Uh, They haven't had the chance. Let me put it this way: only one of those teams lost to Iowa by 21 points. All I'm saying, all I'm saying. Yeah, I think Ohio State has. All I'm saying is Scott Frost is going to smoke Alabama on a neutral field. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, I I hope we get to see it. Uh, I doubt we'll get to see it, but it would be nice uh second order of business with three orders of business second order of business give me your one lock your mm-hmm. lock the a d t lock of the week uh last week 
We were give me well, a second here. The tagline there, and I was ready to. Oh no! Uh, lock your house, lock your you, pick. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Thank you for your sponsorship this year, ADT. Yeah, we, Without your money, we could not have done all of this. Yeah, this podcast solely ran on the money we collected from the ADT Lock Weeks. Not money on the bets. The bets were all hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the no, money no, 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 no. from your right. sponsorship, ADT. Thanks a lot. Uh, last weekend, Henry, uh, or, or sorry, 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 sorry. Tim had Texas A&M at plus ten and a half over LSU. Did not work out, but I agreed with the theoretical thinking at the time because Kevin Sumlin had to get to 8-4. This year finally crumbled. Uh, George, he's uh, out of a job. Yeah, Zach Wingrove had Georgia at minus 11 at Georgia Tech. That was a risky pick. He got it, though. He barely got it. No, no he, he didn't barely got, got it. He got it by a lot. Okay, sorry. Georgia pounded Georgia Tech in that sorry, game. Wrong, wrong game in my head. I had a bad week picking college games. Yeah, that's so all right. It happens. Uh, we moved to 18-10-1 on the Who year. Pushed? Uh, Jake Ritma, nice. a long time ago. Love pushes. I don't know what it pushes was, make but he has the one push. Hypothetical gambling fun. Exactly. You get your money back. It's like it never happened. Yeah. Mulligan, it's a good old mulligan. Uh, let's try to get to 20 wins. Can we get to 20 wins on the season? You two, each you deliver me one good lock. Um, I don't I don't have any really good locks for this week. You can lock a Sunbelt game if you want. I, I don't know enough about the Sunbelt. I'm oh, like well. Austin's a Sunbelt Austin, guy. Austin's got you there. <laughs> and yeah, Austin was Sunbelt guys. Um give me a couple seconds. I, I I'm I'm going back and forth between three between three uh three underdogs that I want to take. And I wanna take Fresno State, who's who's no, that's because a terrible because no, you know you don't want to take Fresno State, State. but I don't want to take Fresno State because they're a bad pick. Exactly, yes. I, I want to take Miami. I want to take Miami because Clemson's nine and a half is a lot. Okay, and I want to take Memphis because so UCF pick, is being given seven. Pick one or go with all do, three. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take Memphis here because I okay. think I love oh, UCF, but Memphis is a sneaky great ADT, team. ADT, I'm so sorry that your Memphis, money was spent for Memphis this bad Memphis is a sneaky great team. And I think they're going to get – it's a seven-point line. I think Memphis is going to sneak in there, maybe win the game, maybe lose by three. It's going to be less than seven, I can guarantee you. Right, right, so i got to give you multiple picks to get us to 20, right? No, 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 no. We're at 18. I know, but no one's pick is going to lose. I'll so give you a second lock if you No, 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 no. You only get one lock. You have to okay. both get your one locks right to get us to 20. Right, you, might have, you need to lock a game this year. Well, have you locked a game all year? I haven't locked a game all year. you got to lock a game this year to get us to 20 because Noah's not going to get his pick right. I never locked a game. Yeah, start now. Start now. Get us to 20. But I get my pick right and you get yours wrong. Austin, that's all. That's all. We'll just see what happens when that happens. Um, all right. So I'm between two picks here. The Red Wolves minus one against Troy. You got to feel really good about. <laughs> you got to feel pretty but good. But I don't want our lock of the year, our lock of to the week. Sorry, sorry, our lock of the year. I've already won my lock yeah. of the year. I had Oklahoma against Ohio State. I got that pick. I don't want my last lock of the year to go in on a Sun Belt game. So Arkansas State. Look, I believe in you guys. I picked you in the how do we get here pick. I don't want to have to apply to graduate school at Toccoa Falls. But if I lose the Sunbelt pick, that's what i got to do. But Arkansas State, I'm in on you. So, man, I'd like to take you on a journey. I want you to head to the train station. I want you to wait. I want you to be looking around that corner. You know, you know when you wait on the train platform? Oh, and, like, everybody does that thing where they look and they just wait for that train to come. They're just waiting. They're looking, and it's like, stay behind the yellow line, but you're looking. They have those things now where you can look and see yeah. when the train is coming. Yeah. You, you can just look it up at, at the video board. Yeah, but, but it was cool to, to see the train. So I yeah, want you to right, see that right. train a minute. Train comes rolling in. I don't. You know I don't who, I'm so not here for however dumb way this ends. You know, you know, you know who's driving the train? He peeks out. He says, all aboard the lane train. Florida Atlantic, minus 11, lock it down. Oh, North Texas is a bad football team. Jeez. Lane Train, Florida Atlantic, they're going to be really good. 
Really good. Lane Kiffin's a great what if football Lane, coach. What if Lane leaves to take the Tennessee job? No, tomorrow. Lane's not taking. Did you hear Lane Kiffin on the Dan Levitard no, show no, with Stu no, Gatz? No, Lane's not taking the Tennessee job. He's not taking the Tennessee job. That's a risky lock, man. But I'm in on the Owls. I'm in. All right, admit what's your lock of the week? I don't have. What do you give us one admit? We're not going to get to lose. Also, get his lock wrong. One of us is bound to lose. We need one of us is definitely going to lose. Okay. All right. All right. All right. It's not going to admit to it. I'm going with USC over Stanford. All right. Minus four. I mean. I know you said it so earlier. So you got minus four. We can give you minus three and a half. It's on the ESPN. Oh, That's on the ESPN line. Take four. No, no, no. Take four. I'm taking minus four. UCA, they're going to win this game by at least a touchdown. Yep. This is my first lock of the season, placing my faith in Sam Darnold. Yep. Uh, I think they'll get it done. I watched right. Sam Darnold and Pullman. Risky. Yeah, but here's the thing. Risky, risky. Pac-12 teams on short weeks have been really bad this year. USC, when they lost to Washington State, it was on a short week. Stanford, when they lost to somebody, this analogy, I only had one example. That's all I had. But look, Stanford on a short week against USC, a team that's well-rested, got that bye week to get back. I like the Trojans. Look, like we don't there. do over-under locks, but uh, there, are some, there, are some low, there are some low numbers this week. That's all well, I'm going to say. We'll have to if tune in to Moving the making, Chains after the dark for the over-under yeah, if, you're making hypothetical, if you're making hypothetical college football bets, just... Look at those. Peek at those. Peek at those numbers. Peek at those, peek those, peek those That's numbers. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Last order of business here to wrap up. Going back to Northwestern for one hot second. Uh, I want to talk about Northwestern's bowl game. Is there a scenario where they do not get the Holiday Bowl? What is it? Or do you guys feel that Northwestern, you know, a little bit of news the last day or so, will they go to the Holiday Bowl and play a Pac-12 team? Could be Arizona. Could be Stanford. Oh. Could be Washington State. Oh. Sure. But what do you what do you guys feel about this game? We're going to Citrus Bowl. You think the Citrus Bowl? Yeah, That'd look, be really look, all, great. All, the, all that they need for, to go to the Citrus Bowl is Wisconsin beats Ohio State by 115, and Ohio State gets knocked like out of the top 25, and then Northwestern's in. Northwestern's I would love to go to the Citrus Bowl. Northwestern's going to the Citrus Bowl. We're going to play South Carolina, and that South Carolina team's bad. Holiday Bowl would be phenomenal. That'd be, if, a, way, that'd be a winnable game. I'd be really US, excited for that game, because it'd look really hard for us, and then we'd win, and we'd be like, oh, Northwestern. I got some friends who went to South Carolina, <laughs> and they're going to get the purple power. Ooh, <laughs> Carolina rivalry. Um, I would love to see the Holiday Bowl... Um, and all those Pac-12 teams look fun. I, I think all those games would be fun. I think no, it'd be real fun to play, play Khalil Tate. Arizona so would be so fun. I don't want. I don't want to play Stanford. Stanford would not be fun. Stanford would not be fun. I do. So I don't, sick and tired. I think Stanford, Stanford goes over the Holiday Bowl. Stanford. I, 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 I can find some enjoyment in Stanford, but I'd rather play no. Washington. Washington State. That game. Washington. Washington State. Arizona would all be fun games. All of those. Would I would fun. love to play Arizona. Arizona would be phenomenal. Khalil Tate. I love to play Arizona. That's Brett McMurphy's. Uh, that's Brett McMurphy's bowl projection is Northwestern Arizona Holiday Bowl. Khalil Tate's a lot of fun, man. That'd be a ton of fun. I will go to Jacksonville too. Jacksonville's a nice city. Citrus Bowl would be, be there. Um, we'll no, find the Citrus Bowl's in Orlando. Sorry, That'd be Citrus the Bowl. Tax Bowl. Tax Bowl. We're not going to the Tax Bowl. Tax They won't. They won't. They they played in it recently. They don't. They don't want to do it. That was so long ago. They don't want to do it. It's a taxlayer.com. Five years ago. All right. They don't want to do it. They don't want to go in the Outback Bowl. We're not going the Outback Bowl. We can't. We can't. We went there what two years ago? Three years ago? They don't want the Citrus Bowl. We play. They don't. They don't want to go to the Tax Bowl either. We're gonna play South Carolina there. All right. It's gonna be the Citrus Bowl or the Holiday Bowl. We're gonna play it twice. Pretty sure. Probably the Holiday Bowl. Probably Holiday Bowl. Worst case, maybe we're going to Nashville. Playing Nashville's music. great, dude. Don't complain. No, 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 about I'm not saying worst case Nashville. I'm saying worst case we go to the Music City Nashville, Bowl. Nashville's a, a lot. Great of fun. worst case. It's, it's a, a very it's good a, worst case. It's a very good worst case. See how good the season's been. It's like a bad Kentucky said. team too. It's a bad Kentucky team. Well, there you have it. That wraps Should it up. Should I say one more thing? You know what, Austin? Up? Please, please. Purdue, have fun in Detroit the day after Christmas. You've earned it. What bowl is that? Motor City? Motor City? No, it's the... Uh, is it not the Motor City? No, it's... Quick Lane? Quick Lane. Bowl. Oh, sorry, Quick Lane. It's the, it's the 
current iteration. Oh, Purdue Purdue's going to the Quickway Bowl. Also, <laughs> UAB. I hope you get your passports in on time because the Bahamas are going to be really. Oh uh, yeah, I think they already took their advance. Like somebody took an advance visit over there. UAB UAB in Ohio got oh, yeah, confirmed maybe. in that game. Yeah. Guys, I'm going to miss to get their their passports. I'm going to miss that Bahamas Bowl by one day. I'm trying to I'm trying to convince my family to to stretch our vacation to our vacation up by a day. But I don't Look, think it's going to happen. I'm I want saying, to win that bowl game. All I'm saying is December is coming. Amit Malik is about to have a ball with these picks. It's just... I can't say more about what's going to happen Look, man, for me I in December. In, I got you in the pick-making mood today. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling great. Well, that about wraps it up finally here for Moving the Chains, episode 14. It's been great. A lot of hot takes. A lot of picks. Uh, we won't record next week, but... Uh, for those interested, we will post a bulletin on the website recapping the picks from this week and how our locks of the week went the entire season. Thanks a lot for tuning in all year. We'll be back before the bowl game to preview it. Austin will be doing the bowl game in some form with Will Greer. Uh, when that happens, we will let you know. I'm sure you'll be tuned on Sunday to see where the Cats are going. Thanks a lot for Noah Kaufman, for Austin Miller. I'm Ed Malik signing off here on Moving the Chains. But she just going to the quarterfinals! <laughs>